test record here. <clears throat> Giant fucking semi comes by and <laughs> barrels down the way. <laughs> just keeps a revving outside the fucking door. Just slams on his e-brake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Um, yeah, yeah, that sounds good to me. That's probably a good mic check there. <laughs> oh, we were recording. I don't know. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one, your only, Pepperoni. And joining me, as always, via satellite, the daddy of Diaclone, Tony. Did you want to say hello to the, wait, did I say via satellite? You did. You're in person. I'm in person. Time. I'm here. Joining me in per. Wait. What? <laughs> Joining us in human. No, in human. Joining us in humans. In humans. Fucking guy. <laughs> Joining us, convicted of war crimes. Oh, not again. That kind of inhuman. Wait, not let me again. try the intro again. All right, let's do but it. without the satellite part, and let's see what I can do. Okay. Welcome back to the. This is probably all going to end up in the episode. Welcome good. back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host of the most, your ghost of the most, your one, your only pepperoni. And joining us in the flesh, Ooh. Tony, the daddy of Diaclone. Did you want to say hello to the people? Tony? Hello, everybody. My skin is visible. <laughs> That's a fucking nightmare statement if I ever oh, said it. My skin is visible. Just you hear that sound, like, mm. in an alley at night. Mm. My skin is visible. Oh, it's the first spooky day. Oh, yes. It's officially October. Happy spooks. Day. Happy Spooktober. Oh, I don't have a lap thing going if we make oh, it. Oh, we should. Oh, we eh, should do fuck it. Eh, I think we'll be okay. We'll be fine. I can just edit by... <laughs> listen to the just whole listen. ass episode and like quit I, the podcast. Like I used to do back in the day. Oh, those were the rough days, weren't they? Um. Well, I can I could start a timer now. Okay. We'll do, I can do that thing where I clap. No, I it's hate been that. It's been a bit. I hate that. For some reason. I don't know why. No, don't do but it. I can't. I've got, I've got a giant can of peach brisk in my hand, so I can't even clap if I wanted to. <laughs> no. I quit. <laughs> we're here. We're live. We're in person. We're in my toy room, which is a fucking mess. Hey, that's what toy rooms are supposed to do. I am, I am like... Like, you ever remember going to uh, your friend's place as a kid, or, like, your cousin's place? Like, some other kid's house mm-hmm. when you're a kid, and then you see their toy shit, and you're just so distracted, and you just want to, like... Touch all the touch things. Touch all the things. Yeah. I'm trying so hard not to do that right now. You can, you can touch any and no, all No, because I'm going to be making, like, weird clicky noises and stuff. I'm like, oh, what's this? Ah! You know, Ooh. like... That's, uh, that's a Citadel color miniature holder for it's painting. really handy. I might need one of these in the future. I think I have three little ones and one slightly bigger one. Excellent. Well, yeah, they're pretty great. Yeah. Minis are a thing. Highly um, recommend it to any of the hobbyists at excellent. home. Yeah, I mean, you see them around, but you never really you never really mess around with them until you do, I think. So that's, uh, Isn't that just like anything? That's in literally life? everything. In life, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, other than, like, shit being all... Like, I have a couch in the toy room that's entirely inaccessible at the moment because there's a Ouija board. <laughs> like it's happy Ouija spooked up! <laughs> happy October. Here's the Ouija board that's getting progressively more, like, tormented as a spirit being covered in shit on the yeah. couch. 
Yeah, there's kind of just shit everywhere. But, like, my walls are clean. All oh, of yeah. the stuff on the walls look nice. It's just everything else that's a hot mess. That's that's fair. That's okay. I think that people at home know that, like, I recently started getting into airbrushing and painting. So I've got my airbrush booth fully set up now and my, my, uh, my compressor set up mm-hmm. and stuff that... Is just doing its thing. I don't. I don't want to be that guy. What's up? Are, are we? Are we actually recording right now? Like that hasn't moved for a bit. Yeah, the timer's going. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Here we're good. See, I yeah, we I use a slightly different program to pick up my audio, so I'm derailing. Just oh, uh, good. It's good. We're here. We're live. Yeah. Um, this is the problem. This is why we don't do live. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's easy. It's easier to edit when it's like, like I'm sure the edit will be fine, but like when it's two separate audio tracks, mm-hmm. editing it's so nice because yeah. like you can just turn mine off. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> no, when there's like when there's like a fuck up or whatever, or like you know a heinous burp or something. I mean, less and less do we edit those out, but like if something happens, it's like really easy just to snip one person's audio or like. Yeah. There's times where we're talking where, due to the lag of the internet, we start talking over each other, and yeah. when we do that, it's, and sometimes I'll lap that, and it's really easy just to clean up our audio, where, like, when I'm saying, like, um, or, and I'm, like, trying to interject, but the lag makes it impossible, mm-hmm. I can just trim out the parts where it looks like I'm a bad conversationalist, and oh, vice versa, yeah, so. it's, Oh, yeah, God, yeah, that is a, that's a weird thing, like, forcing conversation, well, it's never really forced, but you kind of, you notice, you're like, ah, yes, this conversation is being stored and recorded and given out to others to to be a part of and to listen on. And it's like, you, when you get those moments of realization, like, that's when the, ah, ah, mm, like, those stumbles happen, mm-hmm. I find. So, you just kind of set yourself up for this. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever this is. Whatever I'm doing mm-hmm. is what's happening. Yeah, but editing two separate audio tracks is the shit, because, yeah, yeah it's just, uh, it's just like what the fuck even is this episode? Did you, yeah. hey, did you have a good time, doing? did you have a good time in Victoria coming to visit? Oh my god, and I'm still having a good time. Good. This is like, I think I'm like at the halfway point of this trip, actually, now that it's, I think about it. So. It's, uh, honestly, like when, because we used to record in person every now and then. Yeah. Um, and then there's times where we do hang out where we don't record in person because we're like, whatever. It's I think this is the first and... time in a while that we've recorded in person together. Well, Coco. Yeah. It's probably been like that's two years almost or yeah. more. Um, so that's a huge part of it. But honestly, when like CoveCo first kicked off, I didn't think it would be like this long until we yeah. just sit down and record together. Same. I know we were making jokes about like, oh, apocalypse. We'll get two weeks and we'll be. No, it was no, no. It's yeah. two fucking years. Two so. years, soon to be ten years of yeah, this exactly. shit because people don't believe in the truth. Yes. <laughs> and here we are. If but, we just lost a listener in that moment, good. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And we'll just keep keep on keeping on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, it, it feels good to do it again. It feels nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, I, I, I love Victoria in general, so mm-hmm. it was a real kick to the, the wangus to, like, not be able to come visit. Yeah. Like, recording and, like, whatever shit aside, like, just not being able to come 
here and was just so I, disheartening. I love how much you love Victoria because <laughs> I kind of hate Vancouver. And, like, yeah. I love you and I love visiting you and I love spending time with you and going to restaurants and going on toy adventures with you. Yeah. But other than that, I kind of loathe Vancouver. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was very, <laughs> it was very noticeable last time you <laughs> Yeah. Well, Vancouver's like no shade. It's kind of a shithole. No hard shade. It's a total yeah. fucking shithole. Yeah. We're a garbage ass city. Yeah. Victoria's charming. <laughs> Victoria is pretty charming. Uh, but yeah, no, it's good. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Totally like a weird last minute trip on my end as mm-hmm. well. It was just one of those like, hey, you want to go to Victoria in two days type of thing. I'm like ah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, basically, being in a fancy hotel for free, uh, with full shuttle and pool service and everything, that was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Got to do a do a float last night at like 10, 10 p.m. Just going for a dip. Go for a dip in the outdoor. Po- it's an indoor outdoor pool. Mm. So like you you start inside and you swim. To the other side, and it's like, oh, it's chilly out for some reason. Because it's yeah. fucking October. Yeah, so just being able to, like, Bojack float in, a, in an outdoor pool is kind of nice. Nice. Uh, weirdly disorienting when you think about it, though. Like The concept of indoor-outdoor? No, 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 like, uh, I, the actual floating. Like, I remember just, I'm, like, letting the jets just kind of move your body, and I was, like, focusing on one star, and just being like, mm, yes, this, and then when I, like, got up, I'm like, whoa, I'm weirdly dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Getting mad vertigo and falling yeah, off the building. Yeah, like, oh, this is what that weird LSD dolphin jack-off scientist must have felt like when he was coming out of his <laughs> deprivation tank. He's, like, pitching the, pitching the concept to, like, the science bureau that he's... No, it was NASA. For, pitching it to NASA. He's like, listen, guys. You know the feeling of an indoor-outdoor pool? And they're like, say no more. Here's your grant money. Yeah, here's a blank check. Feel whatever you need to write it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, man, I'd love to be a scientist in the 60s, 70s. Back in the day where it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to get a motel. We're going to hire a bunch of prostitutes. Give all the Johns LSD. Yeah. What See what happens. See if they can talk to dolphins with their mind. What do you want to call this project? What did the, what was that project actually called? I don't know, I think it was called like Project Jack Off a Dolphin or something. Well, no, like, it was like blending two different projects. Oh, we are, aren't we? Because was it M MK Ultra? MK Ultra, yeah, was the prostitutes and LSD thing. Mine was just straight up like they're like, can I jack off a dolphin with my mind? Right. But I think they were also was that the they're same trying to like communicate they, with dolphins. Was that the one where they flooded a house and the woman yeah. lived with the dolphin and they banged a lot? Yeah, yeah, that was the one. I feel like we've talked about that we, exact thing. I bring it up way more than I should. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's so weirdly fascinating to me. Oh, yeah. Like, not in, the, not in a, like, oh, how can I replicate way? Just in a, like, what the fuck even? Like, the fact that, like, comic book super science was an actual thing. Right. You know how, like, Rule 34 has, like, transcended space <laughs> and time to be, like, what if Fortnites could have sex with Among Us's yeah, in space? Send us that on the Discord. But also inside a giant's tummy somehow. Yeah. I feel like that guy was trying to get there, and he was just ahead of the curve. I think so. He was like, what if we can have sex with dolphins in a half-flooded house? <laughs> <laughs> just live in some sort of 
And in, instead dream. of paying an artist to draw that for you him, just, he went to NASA and was like, I need, like, $5 million. Yeah. Yeah, and again, say no more. It's the 70s. They were probably also on acid. Yeah, he's just like, oh, you should talk to my uh You my, should talk to my here. brain alien ghosts that live in my head when I float <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> I was going to say you should talk to my brother who works over on the MK Ultra project. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't even like a scientific project. MK Ultra was just like, how can I use government money to watch other people have sex? It was just Tim Burton through the slats. Wow, he that's was, a callback. He was just doing a Tim Burton. He just wanted to watch people bone down. That's amazing. Yeah, he's wow. like, porn's not real enough for me. I, I think need to see it <laughs> through a, through a one way mirror. That's the callback we need uh, for society. <laughs> It's good stuff. Yeah, Tim Burton shows up at the motel and he's just like, meet my wife and <laughs> meet Helen Bonham Carter and I'm just going to come into the room with you guys. Yeah, I'm going to use my, my installed underground corridors. To, <laughs> like a fucking ghost in a haunted house. <laughs> yeah. Somebody call up Johnny Depp. And Michael Keaton, and anyone who's been a leading man in a Tim Burton movie to run yeah. a train. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yikes. We have fun, don't we? We do, we do. It's fun. Hey, toy stuff. We did We did toy stuff, didn't we? A little bit. You brought me some paint, which is like miniature yeah. stuff. Miniatures are fun. Yeah, we're still still doing miniatures. Um, Excuse me. Still a thing. Checked out... This is the first time in actual years I went to a games workshop today. How did it feel? N- neat. Underwhelming? No. Regular whelming. I feel like um, after my experience in Calgary at Century Box, because mm-hmm. Century Box literally has every Warhammer kit ever made ever, pretty much. Right, right. They like literally had everything. Okay. And then to go to a games workshop after that is super underwhelming because they're always sort of half stocked. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like you never see the full spread of everything they have for Space Marines or everything they have for Orcs. It's oh, always is like that actually just a thing that happens. Yeah, they kind of only have like sixty percent of each thing. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not the best. Although what I will say in Games Workshop's defense, mm-hmm. what they lack in stock. They make up for in availability, like, shipping-wise. Because, like, you can just go to Games Workshop and be like, I need this, this, and this. And they're like, here's our computer terminal. Place your order. It'll be here in, like, two days. Because they're constantly getting orders from right, right. from the warehouse. So That's cool. There's that Dreadnought that I was like, ah, that's cool. I want to get this at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was neat. Yeah. <laughs> I almost bought another box of skulls, but the box of skulls they have is like thirty dollars. Yeah, that's and it's just the skull bits. I keep forgetting that uh, it sucks buying Warhammer stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very expensive. I do really love the like mausoleum set they have. Oh, is that the like the Necron one? It's the... no, uh, it's like a fantasy piece, and it's just mm. like graveyard walls and fencing, oh, that's and like fun. a cool mausoleum. It's a really cool piece. Okay. I would love to have it, but... Um, it's like $900. It's... I, I imagine it's quite pricey, but it's really cool, and it's something I've always looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe one day I'll get it. I have this, like... I was talking about it with Noah. Shout out to whatever his name is on Discord Hi, Noah. Right now. It's probably going to be that sentence, uh, <laughs> but turned into his yeah. name. Um, I was talking to Noah about it, but building little dioramas that you, like, hook on the wall... Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, well, like, 
I don't know if the people at home know, but I made like a little platform that I didn't end up making big enough because I own a Baneblade tank for my Imperial Guard army. Um, so I just made like, it's pretty basic. It's just a bunch of different tiers of like flat, uh, that pink insulation foam <laughs> stuff and cut the it to stuff. make it look rocky. Um, but I want to build like a more complicated version of that. I would like to do a cool little Star Wars themed one. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be fun. fun. But I was thinking like, uh, of doing something sort of tiered, so it's like top tier is like a mausoleum, like yeah. underneath is like caves, and underneath that is more caves, Ooh. and like do something that's sort of big and sprawling and tall, and like maybe not even be on theme, and just like be like this level's mausoleum, this level's a dungeon, this level's a fucking cyberpunk city, this one's yeah, that'd be just cool. like build them all out, but like it's it's one of those things it's like these grand ideas and it's like to pull them off would be amazing mm -hmm. but also so time consuming time consuming space consuming right soul rending draining yeah that's that good god <laughs> my soul hath been drained uh but yeah no games workshop fucking rocks yeah that was love, fun love I, stuff. yeah i really want to get that dreadnought at some point i gotta build my guys as yeah. well i don't know if we're talking about building guys yet I but. think the last time we talked on the cast, you were considering buying the starter box. Yeah, uh, so I, think, I yeah. traded a handful of Pokemon cards for the starter box, uh, a set of Space Marines, um, one of the mech suit guys. I'm going to be real honest here. I'm dog shit with naming things, That's especially funny. stuff I like. Uh, but there's, like, a really cool mech suit type thing that has, like, a, a Space Marine in the cockpit. Mm. So there's, there's the Dreadnoughts that are, like, let's put this, like, fuck-to-death corpse in there as a life support system so we can yeah. fight again for another thousand years. Yeah. Uh, but then there's, it's like, this is just a, like, a scout mech suit that will give a gun. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of the, the forklift mech from Aliens. Yeah, and I think that's why I like it. With... With guns. With, with <laughs> guns and mans. With guns and mans. So, uh, that was that was kind of the, like, def when I was looking at shit, I'm like, alright, Grey Knights, they were kind of fun, and that you can make, like, just a bunch of small guys, and that, that, those are your boys. But, like, I saw this suit, and I'm like, fuck, I kind of really like that. And then I saw the starter set, that's like, here's your guys. And I'm like, oh no, it, it makes more sense to do this. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I, like I said, I traded in some cards, and they're like, here's a lot more than you expected, so I'm like, alright, another kit, let's go. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think I have enough to make two small skirmish games worth of Necrons and Space Marines now. Yeah. So that'll be fun, that'll be cool, and I'm only gonna be playing, like, with friends, cause... The idea of, like, entering tournaments and stuff like that gets me, uh, not... Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. No. And also, like, the way we want to build and the way we like to build, and, like, if you're doing 3D printed bits, it's, like, you're not even allowed yeah. to play in Games Workshop games with that. Yeah, they, so. they, they take your actual minis and then smash, smash them with a hammer. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I like fun, and it feels like a lot of those guys, uh, don't, mm -hmm. so... <laughs> yeah, it's just that, like, Games Workshop is, like trying so hard to like guard their ip mm -hmm. and like not realizing that it's kind of strangling the life out of their community a bit yeah i don't even know if it's strangling the life because like people are still gonna buy it and people are still gonna get into it yeah. um but i think it's like 
yeah, there's a lot of people that are complaining about the practices and everything, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of shift to 3D printing now for proxies, but in all honesty, like, proxies always existed. Yeah, um, that's true. When, one of the first, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but back in high school, I did a, um, it was like a work experience thing where they ship you off somewhere for a couple mm-hmm. weeks, uh, and then that also turned into a summertime job for me. But I, I worked at a scale modeling company, so like I said, I don't know if I brought this up, so I'm sorry if I did. Um, basically, like whenever you go to like the the lobbies of a, a hotel and they're like, "This is what we want to build," and it's like wooden buildings, and right, right, mockups. Uh, I built those right. as a job for a bit, and uh, one of the guys I worked with was a dude that did resin stuff, and he would make like little resin people and cars and things like that. But he actually showed me how to bootleg Warhammer guys. Yeah, yeah, you so, were talking about this back in the day on the yeah, cast. Yeah, yeah, so, like, it's a thing that, like, even in the early 2000s and 90s, because mm-hmm. I, yeah, I graduated in, like, 2004, so this would have been, like, 2002, 2003. Well, there, and there's always been, like, black market Warhammer where you, like, oh, yeah. but, like, it's less prevalent now because eBay, like, cracks down on it because eBay is a lot better with IP stuff these days. Oh, yeah. But it, you used to be able to just, like, hop on eBay and just by Warhammer that was like, hmm, this is, this is half the price of real Warhammer. And oh. Yeah, so there was, oh. there was always, like, like, Russian bootleg Warhammer stuff. But cool, cool. I think that's kind of gone underground, and you just, like, know a guy. <laughs> right, right, that makes sense. It was mostly for, um, uh, what you call it, motherfucking... Like, fantasy Warhammer, or? Forge World. Oh, that makes way more they sense. They would rip off the Forge World stuff because Forge World was always needlessly expensive. So it used to be that like a Forge World tank was like three hundred dollars, yeah. and and like a Lehman Rust tank was sixty bucks. So you would always buy mm-hmm. what you could get from Games Workshop, and no one ever bought Forge World because it was so expensive. Well, isn't it like a specific store in the UK or something? They like don't that? even have a storefront. It's just it's just a splinter faction of Games Workshop. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Forge World is official Games Workshop models, but made by the Forge World team. Okay. And they used to be the guys to make all of the stuff that was too pain in the assy, too complicated for mass production. Okay. So they'd make resin kits for Games Workshop stuff. So if you wanted, mm-hmm. like, I think there was a unit for Imperial Guard that was, like, literally just, like, a World War Two looking-ass bomber. Kind oh, of, yeah. Kind of plane. So if you wanted that, you had to get it through Forge World because that kit would have been such a pain for them to produce. Right. Forge World, the concept, I think, is kind of becoming archaic because, like, Warhammers are more incredibly complicated now than they've ever been. Yeah. Um, And they're able to mass produce just about anything. And they've also, like, trained the community to just pay whatever they want to ask Uh, for it. A bit, yeah. Like, what was that? Like, we saw, like, a really cool Age of Sigmar fantasy... um, like goblin riding like a wolf beast thing. <laughs> yeah, and it was and like it was, 100 It was 170 dollars. Fuck that. And yeah. it's one model. It's amazing. It's the coolest looking model I've ever seen. But mm. we we're now in a world where a cool unit is a 200. Like every cool unit costs as much as like a demon prince. Yeah. Like, like Nurgle, like model. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of the prices seem very like arbitrary as well. Right. Because like. You'd be like, here's one man's, and that's like $200. But then here's a second man's, it's the exact same thing, it takes the exact same time to produce this. Yeah. Materials-wise, 
And it's like thirty bucks maybe. Yeah, it's like um. I guess it's the rules. It's kind of like with I guess it's the same with like card games, right? Like mm. what makes a black lotus cost more than God? It's like oh yeah, it but that's, does this thing. That's aftermarket in inflation because a black oh, lotus yeah. is because like a black lotus is the same as any other magic card. It's yeah. whatever the packet cost you bought it in. That is a good point. Yeah. So like Games Workshop is like they're they're the ones choosing their prices. And yeah. so, I know what you mean. It's like, um, like one fancy-looking Primaris Chaplain is like, this is a $50 figure, and it's one dude. And then, meanwhile, equally as complicated-looking model with an extra sprue of, like, an orc who has, like, 10 Gretchens with him, $22. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, they know, it's basically come out, and people have put it together that it's like, the pricing is based on what you need for an army. Yeah. So it's like, oh, if you need a fuckload of this unit, they're going to drive the price down on that unit as much as they can. Mm. But if this unit, you can only points-wise realistically have one unit of it in your army, it's yeah. $200. So yeah, it's like, exactly. They kind of like figured out how to get the most out of their models. And, so. and I think it is like a game-first type of hobby. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you get the whole, like, this is the push-button-to-win guy. Yeah. He's $200. Yeah. Uh, we talked a lot about Warhammer. We pricing. did, yeah. You, you got some boys. You got I, some bought, I got some boys today. Um, did I get boys yesterday? Uh, I did, but it was boys from you. So, um, you grab a Transformer for me, Parker Combiner, he's going to be used as a custom, blah, 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 blah. That's neat. Uh, what I did find today, though, can we talk about the Cherry Bomb Vault, the place that, like, mm-hmm. only special boys can go to? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, we went to the Cherry Bomb Vault. <laughs> so, so, uh, beneath Cherry Bomb Toys, they have an expansive system of tunnels. Um, they have a basement, yeah. and in said basement is... A lifetime's worth of toys that uh, slowly but surely are making their way upstairs and into the shop. But, like, like so much stuff comes into there that, like, mm-hmm. there's not enough hours in the day to actually deal with it. So sometimes it's like, this box of G.I. Joes gets thrown in the G.I. Joe pile and we'll deal with it later. Yeah, exactly. So all of that stuff is down there. Yeah, uh, so we are kind of going through the Transformer bits, and uh, I, I saw something that caught my eye, because it's been a, a bit of a strange current Grail figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the most, it's a mostly complete G2 Ramjet. Ramjet. Uh, which is, it's a, our, our good boy Ramjet, one of the Seekers, but this version is purple, black, and teal. That sounds very so, Tony aesthetic. Of course, I fucking love it. Uh, there is a Gen Select that came out recently. Uh, it's so the same colorway? Same colorway, but just modern style. Yeah. Um, which is great. It's based off of the Earthrise Seeker. Great figure, great toy if you don't have one yet. Uh, I recommend it for someone's... For someone to just have... If you're going to have a representation, jump on one of those, because they're very cool. Uh, but this guy, yeah, saw it in that bin, and I was like, oh, holy shit, I haven't, like, like, I'd lost function on how to speak words. Um, and B's like, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah, go for it, jump on it, yeah, take it. So, uh, that was fucking right. (laughs) Um, he's missing his, uh, missiles, like, the, the, the spring-loaded missiles, and... The pew-pews. The pew-pews. But he does come still with his fists, wings, and the little sound box. 
Uh, I didn't test it out, but it didn't have the gross corrosion smell. It is pretty heavy, so there probably are still batteries in there. Hopefully so they ain't leaking. I'm just, yeah, really hoping that they survived all the years. But the the sounds aren't pew-pewing, the LEDs aren't flash-flashing. Um, but I'm, I've got a good, I've got a good feeling. I've got a good feeling here. Uh, but other than that, he's in pretty great shape. The stickers are quite nice. Um, the, the nose cone sticker's a bit, you know, whatever, but, like, it's, it's a, a pretty old toy at this point, so I'm very mm -hmm. happy with its condition. Oh, and he had his fist. He had both his fists still. So that was quite nice. Um, yeah, that was a very unexpected surprise. Uh, and then, because I've been kind of feeling the, the Legends guys again, uh, there was a little, little bin of um, Transformers Legends, or Core Class, for everyone who's keeping track of these weird names that we're calling our things. <laughs> uh, so I picked up the Core Class, Earthrise Megatron a little bit ago, or Kingdom Megatron a little bit ago. He was fun. Um, did that AliExpress order a couple weeks ago, still waiting for those to show up. But uh, they had a bunch of Prime ones, and I jumped on the Prime Shockwave and Megatron, and they're fun. They're really cool. I like them a lot. Uh, I feel like the this version of Megatron actually cleans up a lot nicer <laughs> than the, the Voyager one that I had. Uh, I still have them. I have the, the Piranacon version, or Sharktacon version, whatever mm. you want to call it. And he's great, he's fun, but like not a lot of his things tab in very well. So whom's did you order off of AliExpress? Oh, uh it was a it was like a weird bootleg DX9 uh Devastator, but in G2 colors. Okay. And I think it's the MFT Hound, but in tan. So mm -hmm. like um so the character Detritus, which is just a, like, scumbag Detritus fucking... seems like something you get diagnosed with. Like, it's like, oh... Oh, <laughs> oh you got the detritus. Ooh, sorry about your foot. You got detritus. Yeah. Like... I think it just means garbage. It's just a <laughs> fancy word for trash. Just trying to be very professional about, like, about yeah. your blown-out knee as an adult. It's you like, oh, sorry, my knee. I've got detritus yeah. in the knee. Yeah, it works for me. <laughs> um, uh, I was actually thinking of placing a, an order on AliExpress. I don't know oh, if we yeah. talked about it on the cast where I was looking at the Weijang, like, oversized MP. Oh, I feel like that was a bit ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I recently found out that my uh, my brother and his wife and his kid are able to, um, to come for Christmas. Oh, fun. And I'm a shitty uncle, and I don't know if I've ever... I've, I've sent a couple things for his son. Yeah. Um... But his son's kind of at an age where there is a l old enough that, like, he would appreciate a cool toy. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, and he just got into Transformers. They watched, like, the, the, the 84, was it 84? 86. The movie? 86 movie yeah. together. Um, and I'm like, what kid doesn't love Optimus Prime? And I'm like, should I get a fucking six-year-old, a Weijang, like, oversized MP Optimus? Because, like, wouldn't that legit be, like, the coolest fucking gift as a kid? That would be pretty sick. As a... I think I was probably six years old when I got my G1, G2 Optimus Prime. Right. Like, that, like that's still a toy I still own. So, like, that toy... It's oversized, so it's cooler than a real one. Yeah. It's cheaper than a real one. And... 
in my like internal ledger in my brain, mm-hmm. it makes up for being a shitty uncle who doesn't send <laughs> enough gifts by getting one really cool gift. Uh, yeah, I think that works. So I think I'm gonna go for something like that because oh, yeah. like, yeah, if if that existed when I was a boy and someone gave that to me, I would like lose my mind. Yeah. Also, the MP10's not overly complicated for right. transforming either. So right. and I think I'll buy one for myself. Yeah, get so that I can. Then I can learn how to transform it, and then Christmas Day we can just play with the. Uh, yeah, it's learning how to transform. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should totally do it. Yeah. yeah, no, they're they're fun, and like yeah, the Weijing stuff actually like it's pretty decent quality too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe get yourself that Evangelion colorway if it's still around. <laughs> just it's, the Ava Unit One Optimus Prime. It's neat, but I feel like I just want a normal colorway. Mm. If anything, though, get him the way, Zhang. Get yourself the Lewin resources. Is that the one that's, like, the, fucking four feet tall? Yeah, the, the two 2D tall uh, Optimus Prime. Yeah. 2D tall shelf Optimus Prime. Nah. Yeah. If it was only a hundred bucks, I'd do it, but it's Oh, not. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, no, I, got, I gotta stop talking myself into buying large footprint toys. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's my problem, because every time I see, like, a really big fancy robot... Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I need that. Like, because I think we talked about Shogun Warriors before. I'm like, I would love a Shogun Warrior. Shogun Heroes? Yeah, where am I going to... Shogun Heroes, that's right. But, like, where am I going to put it? Right. And I feel that way about the Lewin Optimus. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it'd be such an amazing centerpiece toy. But where the fuck where, do you put it? Exactly, exactly. Other than in, a like, a toddler's car seat. Just <laughs> use them for the HOV lane. Um, yeah, totally. But, yeah, it's a... I I think yeah I think going for the way would be cool like he he'd fit great in your default yeah with your guys maybe just tomahawk that fucking shitty Joker into the bin where it belongs and put a yeah. good prime there that can be Harley's boyfriend I now. think um that Joker I think his bow tie stained his shirt oh yeah just like real life yeah makes sense yeah yeah like because it's kind of a creamy color it mm. like stained the cloth underneath. I've, like, never posed it. Like, once it was in that pose, it's remained. Same with Harley. It's yeah, like, Hot Toys. Yeah. Well, like, if I bend Harley's knees, her, like, stockings or whatever will never elasticize back properly. Oh, yeah. So Good point. Good I point. don't ever want to bend the knee for her. Yeah. Yeah. The Detolf is, like, posed them once and they can stay there forever. Yeah, that that does sound like Detolf yeah. toys for me. Like, because I, I got my Bioshock stuff in there as well, and I'm like, mm-hmm. these guys are great, but, like... It is three whatever, three zero three a. I can't remember which half the company did them. Like mm-hmm. they, they're awesome. They hold the pose, but like I just they wish don't hold like, them that well. I wish, I wish, I could remotely turn their lights on with a with a button. Yeah, because yeah, I'm never right. gonna reach in my cabinet and turn the switch oh, on. Yeah, with them. No. They look awesome, but I'll never turn them on because like who's got time to like when they enter a room turn on all their toys? Yeah, that's. Not the life I want to live. Um, but yeah. Yeah, toys are neat. Toys are neat and fun. Yeah, it's we cool. like toys. Yeah, I'm glad I picked up a couple. And I, you know, I'm kind of glad I only grabbed, like, a couple small guys. Yeah. Because I, I love getting toys and things like that, but it is such a pain in the wiener to, like... Lug them back. And lug back. them back home, and then you're, like, already, like, rushing on the, the, the boat and shit, and you're, like... Swinging your fucking Ikea bags full of boxes that you gotta get rid of. Mm. It's, it's kind of nice having, like, a couple pocket guys, one fancy older dude, and then and that's it. You can just, like, fold them up into your, your dirty clothes for protection. Yeah, that's true. 
Because, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm totally going to do another swim tonight. That's, that's going to happen. Um, cool. What have I picked up lately? I, yeah, what did you get? I've got some some G.I. Joes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we talked about him on the cast Firefly. He's, like, neon green and has gray bits. Yeah, I love him. So I'm reclaiming my 90s Joe youth and getting all of the 90s Joes that I never had as a kid. Fuck yeah. Um, and was very familiar with just from looking at the backs of their cards. Um, so Firefly, I grabbed the other the other day. So we've already talked about him. Uh, I got myself '90s ass um, Snake Eyes. Oh, dude! I don't even think I saw that one. So '90s ass Snake Eyes has pink neon swords. <laughs> I love and it. And he's blue, and his visor is like an orangey, pinky neon ass color. Um, oh, that's so good. He's so ridiculous. Um, <laughs> oh, I love him so much. He good, and he was one I always wanted and never had. Um, same with 90s ass, uh, I believe he's Slice, he's a ninja, he came in a red version and a bright neon orange version, and I have the bright neon orange version here. I had that red version as a kid. Nice. This is so wild. Yeah, he's oh so my good. God. And his mask is like a caged off, like, fencing mask. Yeah. It's so silly. Was um, he Cobra for both versions? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, I also grabbed this guy, so he... I forget his name. He is a pilot for a Cobra hang glider. And some kid painted his orange armor bits uh, a crazy teal color, which almost works better. So kudos to that kid's aesthetic. But he was just so beat up and nasty that he wasn't worth saving at the shop. And I'm like, I love this guy. He's coming home with me. Yeah. So he's a purple dude. He's a great ninja. The sculpt on him's spectacular. It almost looks like he has a mustache underneath his, like, <laughs> balaclava, his mask. Um, oh, dude, I fucking love these. Yeah, these he's, are great. he's super fun. Yo, um, this kid knew what weathering was before weathering. <laughs> this is great. Uh, and then I also grabbed 90s-ass Destro. Uh, for those of you who don't know... This version of Destro was the inspiration for oh, Pimp Daddy the pimp Destro. One. Yeah. So he's got a big high collar and a chain. He's a little floppy, so I've got an O-ring to swap out on him, but uh 90s ass Destro. Again, another one I always wanted as a kid and never had. Mm-hmm. Um oh, so he's I, he's kind of fun. I love how tight all these guys are still. Yeah. Like, I, they're they're in great shape. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. And then Cobra Commander, an also notoriously hated version of Cobra Commander. <laughs> uh, so the normal one that came out for, I think it was 91. Um, I can check the leg stamp just to be certain. Yeah, 91. So he would have come out in 91 or 92 because sometimes the leg stamps are delayed by a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but he normally was black with silver highlights. This version's a dark navy blue with silver highlights and a chest and forehead tampo of the Cobra logo. Yeah. Um, he's pretty great. His screws are a little rusty on the legs and in the back, but overall he's pretty darn good. And again, a version of Cobra Commander I always wanted and never had. That's what um, we do here. So I'm slowly but surely building up all of the 90s Joes that I never had. And then one day I will go to my mom's house and reclaim all the ones from my childhood. And I will stand them all up next to each other and be like, man, I sure broke a lot of thumbs when, <laughs> when I was just a boy. But uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been really fun um, falling in love with toys again and cleaning up toys and getting them all beautiful and putting them on the shelf and finding new homes. That's good. good. Yeah. yeah. You're like uh you're like that guy from Toy Story, but like in like a good way. Sid? No, the other one, like the old dude that's like, oh, let's fix this toy. Two? Toy Story 2 probably. Yeah, I never yeah. watched that one. 
Uh, I think it's just okay, if I remember correctly. Yeah. You would think, being toy guys, we'd like Toy Story more than we do. No, I'm not a big Pixar guy. That's reasonable. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I mean, I know I, I joke around a lot about hating Miyazaki shit and stuff like that, but I just... No, not a big, not a big Pixar dude. I just, I don't know. That's the type of whimsy I'm not down with. <laughs> That's kind of whimsy I can't I just, stand. I, yeah, I actually haven't even seen Toy Story four. I think I topped out after three. Yeah. Which I mean, three was alright. It was just a Prison Break movie. I just, I've um, only seen the first Toy Story. Oh okay. Which, uh, yeah. Woody again. was just a fucking dick though that whole time. That was, was kind of, I was kind of sick of Woody's shit right away. Yeah. Fuck that cowboy asshole. Yeah, fuck Woody. Right in his bush. Tom Hanks, if you're fucking listening. No, we love we love Tom Hanks. We don't love Woody. Oh, okay, Hanks. cool. All right, I guess I guess Tom Hanks gets a pass, but Woody can get fucked. Yeah, Woody can get fucked. Tom Hanks, you're you're a hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice to have these Joes around. They're they're good. Yeah, it's, man, seeing that slice though brings back memories. Yeah, it's a good slice. Never had a lot of Joes, but like. I had a couple. And the ones you did have you loved? Um, I don't know. I definitely, like, I think I didn't appreciate them as much as I now. Um, because they were just, like, background toys. They are just, like, other guys, right? Like, they, were, they weren't like, oh, I love these characters so much. Uh, what I did love, though, was I think, um, I think his name was also Gears or something like that as well. I could be wrong. He's part of the the Space Force Man Star Brigade. That's the one. Yeah. Um, and it was like a mech suit, but it wasn't a very practical mech suit. It was just like they're all just beefy bodies with regular Joe heads. Those ones, I think. No, 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 no. This was a, a regular Joe body, mm-hmm. and that the screw hole for the back would actually plug into a little little cross piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a white mech suit with black arms. Uh, one had, like, a saw blade, the other one had, like, a big pew-pew gun, mm-hmm. and then there was, like, a visor that would, like, ratchet, over swivel down over yeah. his face, and I think it was called Gears. I'm pretty sure it was, or, like, the, the pilot name was Gears, and he was blue, and had a, a silver helmet with a green strip visor, and if he was fun. If only we had that awesome Mark Bellamo book. We could yeah, look it up right now. but you know what? We only have Google, and I know you hate it when I bust that out. Um, oh, and he had a missile launcher. That's he had a, a shoulder-mounted missile launcher with the blue missile, and he was fun, and he was cool, and I think there was a Cobra version as well. That's dope. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah, I was I was telling you a bit about those Mark Bellamo books today. Yeah, here you were. They're really comprehensive, and they're really awesome, and if you can find them for list price, do buy them, because they're <clears> great books. But if you're one of those people selling them aftermarket, go fuck yourself. Yeah, um, shit. The G.I. The G. Joe <laughs> one, I think, is like 30 or 40 bucks when it's available. Oh, nice. Okay. But when it's sold out, which it has been for a long time, because I think they're working on a new edition of it. Right. Um, when it's sold out, it's like a $300 book. And it's like, who the fuck can afford that? Yeah, not me. No. I just want a cool coffee table book full of G.I. Joe. See, I'd rather spend that money on getting Joe's. All the G.I. Joe's you've <laughs> yeah. ever wanted. You could yeah. go from having zero Joe's to having a complete collection for the cost of that book. That's understandable. Man, oh, fuck. I hate how looking at those 90s G.I. Joe's 
mm-hmm. makes me really want 90s G.I. Joe's. Oh, man. Like, it's... Uh, do it. <laughs> just, I just, we just keep regressing in weird ways. We do it's keep fun. regressing in very strange ways. It's, yeah. I love it. What's next? What's what's the next thing we're gonna it's gonna go from Joe's to? But you'll to you'll Max. be there to find out. It's true. You'll be listening. <laughs> listeners. It'll probably it might even be your guys's fault why we start doing a thing. It's true. It's so, true. That's that's what we do. Hey, speaking of the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> Want to do that thing with the stuff? Yeah, let's do the thing with the stuff. It's called Wow. Oh it's called, it's called wow. 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 We asked you. Okay, that that's the intro. It's just Wow. All right. Our wow from last time was best toy playset. I wanted to yes, know. Yes, I yes. To find out. Uh, so some dude is going to start us off. Has to be the leader and Titan class Transformers. So fun that you can connect and combine especially if you have some Legends bots. You know what? That's cool. And you know, this is kind of fun. This is a modern version. Playset. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of cool. This isn't like a... This isn't like a, It has to be an old one. It's like, this is a cool, a new... That, that works. I like that as well. I personally never put any of my Titans in city modes. Yeah. But I like the fact that that exists. Yeah, and like, that's kind of the last bastion of playsets because toy companies kind of realize that playsets take up too much room and don't sell as well as they want them to. Mm -hmm. Um, So Hasbro kind of learned that lesson the hard way with like their vehicles they were initially doing for like the Black Series. Mm, Yeah. They just kind of sat on the (laughs) shelf forever. And then... um, yeah, so it's kind of something that's gone a bit of the way of the dragon. So, like, playsets, other than, like, Lego, because Lego's the eternal playset. Yeah, they did like, do that, uh, it's, it's, like, the smaller Black Series, the 3 3 party guys. I know mm-hmm. they did the, like, the hallway of the Tantive 4. Like, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but that's also, like, 60 bucks, and I think, like, it's, again, it's like, the Games Workshop. It's a price-prohibitive thing. Right. Because toys and toys are going to keep getting more expensive, and, yeah. like... Playsets are just such a big chunk of plastic that I, like they I would love to see them bring back like vintage style playsets where it's just like a plastic bracket and floor piece with peg holes and like mm. a cardboard you stick in the back. Uh, that would make me so excited. I'm happy for you. You don't think those are fun? Uh, no. I was... Fuck you, Tony. So let's... No. No, no, I just just love the details of, like, a sculpted playset, though. Right, right. And I just... I don't want to be that guy, but, like, it always just felt kind of cheap. Well, it was kind of cheap. Yeah, okay. It was a a way for them to save money and still sell a product. Okay, excellent. So we're both on the same page, just in two different books. Yeah, I think, like, it's just, like, a weird retro aesthetic that I like. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, no no shade, no tea on that. Um, Yeah. Uh, Incel, Rorschach, blanket and couch pillow. The most affordable... Playset. Playset, except for for your parents. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> couch cushions and a blanket and a flashlight. Yeah, I never did that a lot. Like, I tried it a couple times and I just get yelled at, so. Yeah. Blue, the old Batman and Robin Batcave, or the Toy Biz Spider-Man animated series Daily Bugle. I never yeah. saw that one or uh, had that as a kid. The, the, I'm very familiar with the Batman one, which I'm sure we'll talk about more later. Oh, I'm sure we will. The... I totally didn't look down further to see if someone else <laughs> Well, it's totally not going to be my answer for That's it. totally not the thing um, that we both still have. The, uh, I think I destroyed mine to make Warhammer terrain. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> I, I got mine recently. Spoiler 
alert for in 10 minutes. Um, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um, so the Toy Biz Spider-Man Daily Bugle. I, I never saw that, nor did I play with it. Was it a similar concept, or was it just, like, kind of a building facade? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Sh- I think it was one that, like, opened up. That's cool. And then you got... But I don't know for sure. Like, yeah, I remember the Toy Biz Spider-Man toys, but I really don't remember the playsets either. That's wild. We're terrible toy people. Uh, Toy Biz Daily Bugle. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, do it. Do it. That's not usually what we do here. That's what I do. (laughs) That's my thing. I'm just like... We're curious. We're very curious. What? It auto-corrected to Toy Wiz. Fuck off. Toy Wiz. Oh, this thing fucking slaps. Oh, I do remember seeing that. I never had it, but I remember seeing it. Oh, weird. I've got no recollection of that at all. Yeah, that's really cool. Sick. Yeah, we love that. Yeah, I, I retroactively love it. I'm on board with you guys. Fuck yeah. Uh, Vladimir the Badamir, Kenner's Swamp Thing playset with giant Venus flytrap and quicksand pit. Another thing I don't remember. Oh, that's a 403 Forbidden Link, sir. Yeah, he just sent us a link to nothing. Trying to put some viruses on our phones. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to datamine us. Cool, it's, I'm down. Take all of it's it. It's simple, but aesthetically it's very pleasing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. See, that's perfect for Warhammer terrain. Yeah, so for the people listening at home, it's kind of a vacuform, plasticky, sort of swampy shape with a tree mm-hmm. and like little flowers and stuff. It's pretty fucking sick. See, that would have been super rad to find at, like, a garage slash yard sale for a dollar, like, ten yeah, years ago. Absolutely. Or twenty years ago now, let's yeah. be for real. Fuck, I miss that so much. I miss going to blank sales and finding old toys for, like, cents to couples of bucks. Yeah. Like I, might, I might have talked about this with my Joe stuff. When I was a boy, mm-hmm. my childhood friend who lived across the street, his parents were, like, they owned a used bookstore in town, and every weekend they were at all the various flea markets oh, all around nice. the island collecting books for the store. Yeah. And so he would buy, he would have his little allowance, and he would buy G.I. Joe stuff. And mm-hmm. so when we were playing with 90s Neon Ninja Nightmare Joes, he was buying for pennies and do- like 50 cents a Joe, yeah. the old Joes that were all beat up. So we would always play our new cool Joes where the good guys, yeah. regardless of <laughs> Cobra or yeah. Joe versus the old ones. So those were the ones we were like hucking rocks at. And yeah, like, yeah. Or like we had like the APC vehicle transport and it was always the Ooh. bad guys vehicle and we would just like fucking chuck it off a hill and like... Yeah. Yeah. I do remember getting a few vehicles, though, mm-hmm. like, from flea markets and shit and, like, various states of completion and right. Cheeto dust. And Cheeto dust, um, yeah. God, I love that. Yeah, hell yeah. Uncle Jason, it's a tie between Mighty Max's Skull Mountain Ooh. and TMNT's Technodrome. Oh, shit. The Technodrome was pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, I dig that as well. I liked how, back in the day... Play sets were also kind of a place to like keep your toys. Yeah. Because like we didn't have TMNT stuff as kids. I think we had a couple of the sports related ones, but like yeah, our parents had weird toy rules. Like somehow Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were too violent. It's like, what? They do have ninja and teenage in the name. Yeah. Teenagers are statistically the most violent humans. But I remember going over <laughs> to um, 
to other kids' houses and they would just open their Technodrome and all of the fucking turtles would just spill out onto the yeah, floor yeah. and it was just like, oh my god. Yeah, the Technodrome rocks. And Skull Mountain, I mean, we've talked about how much we love Mighty Max. Oh yeah, yeah, Skull definitely. Mountain. Fucking rocks. Oh shit, yeah. Hell yeah. Those were the best. Hell yeah. Black Jelly Bean Mang. Oh, one that gave me years of fun as a kid was the Ghostbusters Firehouse. Big enough to fit a vehicle and great use for rooftop fights. Uh, used it for Batman, TMNT, Spider-Man, etc. Yeah. yeah. We love that. We That's love so that. cool. I've only seen that in stores, like, recently. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know there's one at Toy Traders out in Langley. I think there was one at Cherry Bomb for the longest time. Well, those motherfuckers reissued the animated series uh, Ecto-1. Yeah. And it's literally the exact same toy it was, except I think they made the wheels differently. Probably. Like everything else about it's the exact same. Mm-hmm. So maybe in the future it's not obtuse to think that this would get reissued. Yeah, I mean, they're probably just testing the waters. Yeah, I guess if, so. if enough people buy those Ecto-1s, they'll probably make the firehouse. Alright, you heard it, everyone. Buy at least three Ecto-1s. Mm-hmm. Um, tell them we sent you so we can get sponsorship money. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Empty Orchestra, the one... The make-believe one... Oh my god, I can't read. You know the make-believe one I would make up with stuff, and I, I found out... Oh my god, I can't, I can't do... As a boy, Empty Orchestra used to make-believe in his mind head and play with stuff. Yeah, I'm assuming sticks, rocks, uh, rib cages from small birds. Oh, um, I, mean, I, I, I mean, maybe someone brings it up later, but what about just taking a fucking cardboard box with, like, a pen and drawing doors on it and cutting them out and yeah, stuff? Yeah. I did that a lot as a kid, too, where I would, like, draw, like a cantina from Star Wars on, like, a shoebox and, like, cut out the windows and doors. Well, that was the official set as well. <laughs> it, it was, was just, just cardboard. Cardboard fucking... <laughs> no, okay, my mine was always... So this is a very, like, BC thing. Mm-hmm. We have a, a restaurant called uh, White Spot. Oh, the pirate party the pack. Pirate thing. pack. Yeah. Yeah. You you the kids meal would come in a cardboard pirate, pirate ship. ship. Yeah. So again, not to fucking spoilers, but like I think that was my favorite place as a kid. <laughs> spoilers. Uh, but I have a real one as well because you know, we've talked about the Batman. Yeah. yeah. Cave anyway. Um, but yeah, that was the one that would always be like, always get that, and I'd like play it until it was ripping apart and stuff like that. Right. And my mom would have to go and like sneakily throw it away on me. <laughs> um. But yeah, they always changed it up a bit, like every few years to it, decades. Yeah. And it, no, decades makes me sound like I was doing this until way, way later than I should have. But it was probably, <laughs> probably years. Like every couple of years, they're like, ah, you're make like, it. You're like 19 years old, and you're like, can I have a party pack? Can I, I just really want to put my Joes in it. And they're like, <laughs> oh, sweet summer child, here you go. Sam the Mop uh, posts a photo of the real Ghostbusters firehouse headquarters, and he says had a fire pole elevator. Yeah, it had like, sure a, did. had like a little crossbar thing that you would clip the guy into and they'd wing around, right? Yeah, so I think it was like, I know it would like spin and mm-hmm. go down, but I think there was like, yeah, a little extra piece that would go underneath it. Mm-hmm. You'd be able to like lift up and they like counter spin up. So either way, your toys are getting dizzy. That's neat. That's a cool little toy. It's a very like open toy though, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. So you can reach them hands in. Yeah. Like Good. 
that stupid looking idiot kid on the package. What a little fucking NAFTA, I only had one playset as a kid. It was the sewer layer for TMNT. Ooh, that one's cool. I don't, that I'm one's not cool. familiar with it. Uh, I think one of the kids on my street, there's only like two kids on the street, but one of them had that, I think. It was it was a two layer set. So kind of like what you're saying with the how you want to make your mini diorama. One was like the street level. And there'd be, like, a couple little things there that'd be like, here's a weird little trap that you can fight a foot clan with. But then underneath, there was, like, the sewer grate. Mm-hmm. And it had, like, a tube. And you could, like, put the Ninja Turtles through the tubes and stuff That's like that. And it, was, yeah. it was very cool. It was, I think it'd be, like, a place that you'd probably want nowadays mm. as well. It was very neat. Yeah, hell yeah. That was a good one. Good one, Nafa. A preve. I appreciate. That's when I approve and appreciate at the same time. I like it. Uh, Samuel the Mopathin uh, gives us another one. Just keeps fucking shooting up uh, answers to us. Also had the Batman playset that folded into Wayne Manor. And I th- and the rest of everything kind of goes into this. So I think we can talk about that. Because Blue also said that he had that as well. But it was the redeco version from Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. which gets the fucking the the Satan. Yeah, Satan we've, horns we've talked me. about this set many many times, and they did rebrand it many times. I think four and four they or were, five times. They would just though. do a repaint for it and issue it in different colors with different stickers on Batman's screen. Yeah, honestly, again, I didn't have either of these versions. So it looks like the one that Sam had is the 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 one that the, the had Two Face in the movie. Yes, yeah, Batman Forever. Batman Forever, yes, Batman and it's Forever got more one. of a neon green aesthetic to it yeah. in general. Uh, and then the Wayne Manor Batcave for Batman and Robin is more of a gray and blue aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, the one I had, I think, was from animated series, which had sort of like a the sandy purple, color on the sandy front. Sandy purple. Sandy on the front, and then purplish in the back. Um, it was such a great playset. Like, it's not a surprise that they reused it like a bajillion yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so fucking good. Um, the one you had might have been from the first movie. Maybe. Or did they did they reuse it for no no because you had it as a kid no, you got that recently. Yeah, I had a it few as a years boy. ago. Oh really? I okay. had it as a kid. Yeah. I had it as a kid, and I would use it in many creative ways, and my laptop screen just went dark, so I'm just going to give it a little, mm. little checkerino. Yeah, it's fine. Still good? Yeah, it's still excellent, fine. Excellent, excellent. Um, yeah, no, I had it as a boy, um, so spoilers, this is my answer to the wow, is this playset. Um, yeah. I had it as a boy, and I used to find a lot of very creative ways to use it, and one of my favorite ways to use it was to lay it over on its side and play Fallout. And pretend that it was, mm-hmm. yeah, that it was a fucked up building. Or I also had the, uh, from Jurassic Park 2, Lost World, um, I had like the accordion van where there's the trailer in the front part and there's the oh, rubber thing cool. in the middle. Yeah. And I used to flip that on its side all the time and do Fallout. Um, so I would pretend that it was Junk Town. Nice, and, nice. Or a ruined building or that the cave turned sideways was the entrance to a vault or... Yeah, because yeah, you, you were uh, you were an early you were like an isometric Fallout player. Mm-hmm, yeah, Fallout taught me how to read good. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> um, not Fallout Four. I don't think it can teach anyone how to do anything good. <laughs> it can teach you how to say yes, no, or sarcastic, sarcastic yes. yes. 
Or when you spam press the X and you go, uh-huh, mm, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, oh, oh. A settlement needs your help. Fuck. Yeah, uh, so I didn't have a lot of playsets as a kid. Yeah. I had a little Godzilla one that you'd like, it was his head and you crack it open and you'd like, oh, here's Philadelphia or something. Mm -hmm. Um, but earlier this year, I think it was, I actually found a Wayne Manor playset and it was the animated series one. And I'm like, I'm a hold on. It was like, I think I paid like four or six bucks for it. It's very, very incomplete, but I mostly just wanted it as like a background for Mm -hmm. one of my... Or my Kalaxes for Batman shit. Again, with like the playset, you open up and all your toys come spilling out. Yeah. The way it's designed is the top part's a handle. Yeah. So like yeah. you close the latch of the back so it doesn't open. And you can stick your hand through the the windows and like carry it. Yeah. And so that was it. It was a case for my toys too. So I'd open it up and all. I played with my Joes on it a lot. Honestly, oh, it was yeah. a good little fort for the Joes to run around. That in, makes sense. Even though the scale's wrong, but you're a kid, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's wrong, but it's also not that far off. Like, what, Batman guys are five inches and Joes are three and three quarter? So, whatever. It's like a head difference. No big deal. Yeah, so, like, it's it's a cool cool playset. And it would have been really rad to have as a kid. But, again, not as a, like, I missed out way. It's just, been like, yeah, it would have been fun. But, yeah, I don't know if I would have appreciated it as much as I do now. Toys are neat. Cool. So yeah, Batman playset. Good for the win. For the win. Hell yeah, it's, guys! It's I, it's the ultimate playset. Sorry, we've decided. It's, it's now official. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thanks everyone. Our wow for next Thank week you. is going to be best superhero toy line, mm. modern or vintage. So you tell us what you think. Hell yeah! Yes. Questions? Let's answer them. Questions from the. Discord. Some dude starts us off with, what's a prototype of a figure that you wish got made? So question mark. This is kind of a repaint of the question, what toy uh, doesn't exist that you wish exists? Except well, yes now we no. have some guidance. Uh, I, oh yeah, prototypes. Prototypes. I feel like, isn't there a toy line that's doing that? Isn't it Street Sharks? They're doing a bunch yeah. of like, unreleased toys as real yeah, they're like ones. Clam bearded clam or something like that i'm gonna go with i want a reboot of kenner swamp thing because i'm sure there's many sculpts and designs they did that never got made because kenner kenner swamp thing only ran from like 1990 to like 1992 or something yeah it's a pretty short run for that toy line i could be wrong uh i apologize if i got the dates wrong but i feel like that toy line probably has a lot of unproduced prototypes that would be sweet yeah i I also feel that this is a this is a question i probably really should have done a lot more research for research for but at the same time, too, like, there's, there's hasn't really been any prototypes that, like, stick out in my head where I'm like, oh, God, I want that. Which, again, sounds shitty as a toy guy. But the only toy prototype that really is like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm going to remember that forever because it's so heinous mm. is the original Unicron prototype. Like, for... For the 86 for the movie 86 of Transformers. Movie? Is it real it, bad? It's so bad. He's just a big... I love him, though. Don't get me wrong. This isn't a fat shamey thing. Because I am also fat. Uh, he's just a big round fuck. Mm. He's just such a fat baby, and I love him so much. <laughs> Has anybody done like a KO like uh, off of him? No, which is really weird. But I think uh, I think it's the New Age Galvatron. 
There's like a, a scene in in one of the Transformers cartoons, or it's from the comic, where like Galvatron gets Unicron's body, and it's essentially just like inflation porn. So like, you, <laughs> like the toy comes with like a two part shell that you just like clip over top of your Galvatron to like turn him into really unfortunate nography. I hate this. Do you want to move on? Yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> NAFTA, could a reboot for GoBots make them cool? Question oh, mark? man. I want to say yes, but as long as they don't give fucking Tom Scioli any more freedom to do it. I want to say yes, just because, like, I don't wish ill on, on the GoBots. There's nothing wrong with GoBots. Yeah. But, like, my head Im- immediately went to, wait, what's what's the bad guy who's a motorcycle? What's his name? Psykill. Psykill. It's like, and the voice of Psykill will be Jack Black. He's so funny. Like, like just do, like, a, like a Mario like casting. Like a Mario thing, yeah. yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Fuck that movie. It's preemptively. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just sick of Chris Pratt's shit. Yeah, fuck Chris Pratt. I've never been a Chris Pratt guy. I don't blame you. Um, I don't know. I feel like what they should do is just, like, just release a new, like, remastered version of, like, Machine Robo. Like, give it subtitles, maybe a dub version. Just do that. Machine Robo's pretty fucking tight. That'd be cool. Yeah, don't don't go-bots it. Just release. Like, it's an anime. Kids fucking love anime. It's true. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think you totally could. Also, I'm gonna. I don't know if uh, there's people that love the Tom Scioli stuff, but he did like a four part GoBot series. Okay. And it is fucking disaster, man. It's it's <laughs> it's messy. It's it's just a weird ass fanfic, hmm. and but it was like licensed by IDW. There's one part that's really funny though, where like Psycho's trying to like. He's got, like, a like a bowl full of, like, naked people. And he's like, these things suck. They don't even do anything. And he's like, combine. Combine. Do something. And there's, like, this weird picture of, like, just five guys holding off on each other, trying to, like, turn into a menasaur, and it falls apart. It's so stupid. That it's sounds... so fucking stupid. Oh, my God. Even coming from me, I'm like, this is dumb as shit. Yeah. I'm not, anyway. I'm not on board. Vladbad, what's your favorite toy that shoot that shot spring-loaded projectile slash missiles? Uh, probably just like all the G.I. Joe yeah. rocket launchers. Literally launch everything we just said. <laughs> yeah, my my mom's garden is probably full of missiles from G.I. Joe projectiles. Yeah. I was notorious for breaking the thumbs of my Joes by making them actually hold the missile launchers because mm-hmm. the handles on those things are always slightly too big for a Joe hand. Yeah, yeah um, that's right. So I broke a lot of Joe thumbs holding those missile launchers. Uh, I kind of want to default to the G2 Optimus Prime re-release of the G1 because he came with the giant giant cannons that had the red uh, American Gladiator Q-tips as their mm-hmm. missiles. That was fun. Nice. Uh, and then I guess that Gears G.I. Joe that had the shoulder-mounted three-missile launcher. Right. Uh, currently, uh, I fucking hate missiles that yeah. launch in toys. Yeah. I hate that as a gimmick. Yeah, you don't... Well, as the, the older lose. we get, the less we like play features. So. Yeah, well, because like they always look awkward and weird. Because they're always, like, super long so they could, like, fit in the, the mechanism. Mm. It just it just doesn't look good. And, again, it's more shit to lose. So. Right, right, right. But I hate fun, apparently. So, 
So my roommate says at least. Uh, Uncle Jason, what action... Wait, hold on. I feel like you asked this question already. What action figure gimmick would you like to see mimicked in Sapa? Dude, spring-loaded missiles! <laughs> Sapa, we're gonna abstain. I feel like we've been asked that exact same question we might have. before. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with spring-loaded missiles, right. though. I'm, we've gotta keep that. I I'll answer it. It's that. <laughs> Black Jelly Bean Man. This is for you, so I'll ask you this, and you can ask me his second okay, part. Okay, all right. Uh, do you still use your dangle boy? Okay. Uh, also, since it's almost October, is Fort Spooky coming out? <laughs> ooh, ooh. Um, so... How to say no without disappointing a man. <laughs> um, no, the, the dangle boy, uh, I, honestly, I haven't been climbing. So, like, since the demic, I haven't been rock climbing or, mm -hmm. or bouldering. And I never use the dangle boy, but the other day I tried to do a pull up. Spoiler alert: I didn't do a pull up. Oh, so the dangle boy is uh, still up on the wall, but I don't use it enough, and I want to start using it more. So thank you for reminding me. Also, since it's almost October, is it Fort Spooky coming out? No, uh, I forgot about Fort Spooky. <laughs> Fort Spooky was great. I love Fort Spooky. Fort Spooky was good. I was trying to do a thing. Um, yeah, no, I don't really make YouTube videos anymore. You should still dress up like a scout leader, though. I think that's an aesthetic that we need to achieve again. No. It was cute. It was fun. Yeah. This evil part's cute and fun. Let's fucking do it, you coward. No, fuck the Boy Scouts and all they stand for. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah, we don't like the Boy Scouts. No. Uh, no, making a Fort Spooky would be fun. Um, yeah, I just... I've talked about my feelings on all the video projects that I did over the years and how I, like, ground myself to a paste trying to maintain an unobtainable upload schedule mm -hmm. and how, like, little reciprocation and, like, good feels I got from making videos. Not that, like, you create art to demand to be understood, but, like, to make those videos and have no one give a shit for, for years <laughs> on end was a little disheartening. And so, like, the joy I receive from making the podcast where we do have a reciprocation yeah. and we have a, a rapport and I have fun doing it is more important. And it's so much less creatively draining than something like editing a video. Because, like, as much as it looks easy to watch or looks easy when you watch, like, a three-minute video, it takes hours to make that three-minute yeah, video. And it's it. just, like, yeah, it's a ton of work. And the payoff for me uh, creatively was just, like, yeah, so. yeah, but you know, Fort Spooky's not going away. Love it. <laughs> Rewatch it every. There's a lot. There's like thirty fucking videos for it. So. Well, no, that was a spook a day, or Spooktober. Well, I'm gonna Fort, leave Fort now, Spooky was the specifically Fort Spooky was the uh, the review of the void. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That was a good movie, by the way. Black Jellybean Man is asking at Tony Velocity, Me? are you getting the McFarlane sixty six Batman Joker Joker? You know, I think I probably will. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm probably gonna get that whole line minus the the Batcave Wayne Manor whatever it is. Cool. Uh, again, that's mostly because of the space. Uh, but I do have the Batmobile. Uh, I do personally love Cesar Romero's Jer Joker. Right, right. Uh, and, like, there's only three figures in that whole wave, and if I'm going to be getting... Is it just Batman, Robin, Joker? Yeah. Cool. I feel like I want the Joker. I think we should do it. The Joker. So we should just get them all? 
don't know, I personally love uh, Adam West Batman, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it's it's I just I don't, I want them all. Yes, it's a yes. It's a it's a it's a sturdy, solid, heartfelt yes. Cool. Empty orchestra. What's the most awkward time you try to hit on someone? Oh my god. Oh my god. All the time. Uh, Every time. Empty orchestra. I'm a, I'm a shitty flirt. You're gonna make me blush. Oh. Uh, I wrote a note that says, note for Pepper, tell the wedding story. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, and tell then, the wedding story. And then Noah uh, echoed that and said, tell, tell the, the wedding, wedding story. story. I'm gonna also say, tell the I wedding story. I wrote that, and then I realized there's two different wedding stories. Good. Good. Um... So the, I'll tell the first one, which wasn't the one that inspired me to say tell the wedding story. The first one um, was at my sister's wedding, and she rented out this like farmhouse thing, mm-hmm. um, and uh, big wedding at the farmhouse thing, and then I had a room in the farmhouse thing, and um, I came back to I uh, came back to my room and there was two people having sex in my bed that I was supposed to sleep in and I like opened the door and like caught people having sex <laughs> and then they didn't really stop and I didn't really know what to do <laughs> and I was like are we having a threesome and th- and they were they were like I don't know are we having a threesome and I like went over and like like did some kissing and then I was like, nah, this isn't really it. You guys have fun. And I just, like, laughed and, like, slept on a couch instead of that. Cool, cool. Nice, nice. <laughs> so that was, that was one of the wedding stories. Um, but, yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't have a threesome. And it wasn't really that awkward. It was just like, hey, hey, we're not really that into it. That's fair. Um, They're also really hard to navigate. The, <laughs> the other wedding story was um, I was at a friend's wedding and his soon-to-be wife had invited this gal mm-hmm. whom I had met on other occasions and I always had a very flirty rapport with. Yeah. Um, and she was there and we were being quite flirty. And her partner, a dude, was also there and... Being quite flirty. <laughs> No, so she was like, we're in an open relationship, and I'm like, that's cool, mm-hmm. and we continued to be flirty, and then he came over and was like a little weird, to be fair, because his partner is being flirty with another person, Yeah, yeah. so he was a little awkward, and then I was just like, <clears throat> I used my famous line, I was like, well, I guess, like, are we having a three-way? <laughs> um... <laughs> Or, like, I made some some off-the-cuff remark involving consensual sex between one, two, or more parties. And then he got, like, really intense and defensive and weird and was just oh. like, maybe I'd bend you over and fuck you in the ass or, like, something like wow, that. Wow, what a way to kill the vibe, dog. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> but I think it was just because, like, his partner was hot on me mm-hmm. and I was kind of into it and I was trying to feel the vibe. Yeah. And then he was just like, Marr! and I was like, whoa, okay, dude. Yeah, um, no. I'm, I'm going to now cease conversing with you guys have fun at this wedding so multiple times at weddings i've had awkward near threesomes but i feel like the the that story was more like he was going to rape me if i I said or did did the wrong thing wow uh so yeah that was not that guy but not literally yeah he was a douche gross yeah not fun at all yeah no so that's those are my wedding those are my wedding stories cool 
Uh, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of my. I mean, okay, the only time that really comes to mind is, and it does involve toys. Funny enough, mm. I'm on the bad dragon way. Um, there was this one one gal that was very cute at the Toy Saurus, mm-hmm. uh, and this was around the time that Transformers Prime was coming out. Yeah, uh, I remember. Like, I've spaghetti pockets quite a few times, but this time specifically was, like, I, I she was working there, I didn't want to be the guy that's like, you know, whatever, like, but, like, I, I've, I've come up a few times and chatting and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, fuck, she's there, I'm like, I kind of want to, yeah, I'm going to go say hi, but, like, yeah, 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 I'm going to buy a toy, so it's not, like, a weird, like, oh, hey, I see you working at Toys R Us, because, like, okay, first off, don't don't bug people when they're working. Like, I was never flirty to her, especially when she was working, because that's just uncomfortable for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go up and I buy, and I, I get the, the wheel jack figure. And he was pretty, he was a cool toy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... You accidentally blurt out one of the fake names we make up for Joe, or for yeah. Transformers, or it's uh, like, oh, Jack! Fist fuck. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, oh, shit blast! Ah, oh, fuck my ass! <laughs> Break off a mop handle and fuck me with it. I mean, oh, <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah, but it was kind of funny because she was kind of flirty. And she gave me her number. Aww. And I was like, oh, God. And I, like, I was so like, ah, ah, And I just, I didn't, like, I only had, like, a small messenger bag with me. And I didn't want to walk around with a Toys R Us bag because, you know, I'm too cool for that. So I just, I, <laughs> like, going out, out front and, like, cracking the toy open and, like, to get rid of the packaging, and I saw her, like, looking at me, so I was like, ah, and I just, like, threw out all this, like, took the wheel jack out, and, like, threw it away, and then when I got home, I realized, I'm like, oh, I threw his fucking swords out, like, they were part of the packaging, <laughs> so I, like, yeah, I was, like, I should have just, like, left with the bag and be like, yeah, toys. Wait, I don't get why you were freaking out about the packaging. Because you felt like you looked like a nerd holding a toy package when there was a cute girl around? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, I'm sad for like, you. That like, sounds like an awful story. Oh, no, no, it was totally fine. I, it was kind of funny because, like, she was she was flirty, but she was very, like, I think that's just how she was. Mm. Um, and then, like, yeah, I bumped into her at, like, a con, and she was like, oh, I'm here with my boyfriend. I'm like, oh, that's rad. That's cool. So, <laughs> oh, you guys want to have a threesome? He's like, I'm going to fuck you with a broken mop handle. I'm dressed like Goku. Want to bang? Like, ew. Oh, God. Ew, Goku. <laughs> that's the only that's the deal breaker part yeah <laughs> like, oh now that I think about it I don't think I do have any like really awkward stories that I can recall it was mm. just kind of like spaghetti pocketing with the toy that I just bought because mm. I was like like a girl talk to me and then I threw away its accessories because I wanted to just get out of the vicinity as quick as I could Send them up. What do you think about the choice to give Venom toes in the oh, live action fuck off. I, Yeah, I don't like it. I didn't even notice <laughs> it until the Marvel Legend. I don't. I didn't notice. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not into it. <laughs> Kage, how does it feel to record in person? Uh, terrible. Wouldn't recording recording feels fine. Editing, I'm worried about. Yeah, this is gonna be No, I'm sure it'll be fine. We got like two laps. We'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's good. It's, yeah, we don't get to it's do good. it a lot. The only thing that I don't like about it is I wish we had our own microphones oh, like and our own headsets here. and yeah. like 
some way to block sound. No shade, but just that you're louder than I am. I yeah. So in the edit, I'll have to like equalize it somehow, which could be awkward. I'll make it work, but recording in person feels good. I just mm. wish we had a better setup. For yeah, it. That, that's fair. Yeah. I yeah, I do I do have just like a weird like resonating yeah. voice. And when you were telling your like Toys R Us story, we were just redlining whenever you're like, ah! yeah, that's a bet. It'll be. <laughs> I suck. What can I say? My bad. Yeah, I fucking hate it. Uncle Jason, uh, Tony, when are you going to make, or when are you going to take some cool photos of, uh, oh man, I can't. Uncle Jason, when are you going to take some cool photos of these Batmans? The people need to see them in all their glory. Oh, haha, and me doing stuff? You ask far too much. Uh, no, that's, that's not a, that's not too much of an ask either. Uh, good question. Which Batmans? Yeah, which Batmans? Because I've been... Or maybe he's talking about the McFarlane ones that were referenced earlier. Yeah. Uh, I need to get them first. Uh, that's going to be the part one. Um, I should have... Man, it kind of... I haven't even seen them in person yet. Yeah. It's only NAFTA that's been, I feel been scoping like them out. In in Canada, we've been very lucky with McFarland stuff, and I feel like they yeah. won't be hard to find. Yeah, so when I get them, like, yeah, I should do some pictures. I do miss toy photography. I just also... Just don't do f- stuff anymore. It sucks. I really gotta, like, break this funk that I'm in for that. Uh, unless you're talking about the... Do you want me to dress Canada. up like Goku and oh, sexually off, no. assault you? And then... I, I don't want any of those things. <laughs> Please and thank you. Oh, uh, we shouldn't joke. No. <laughs> this, that was horrible. Um, but I wouldn't... I don't know. It'd be kind of fun to, like, take some some fun little pics of, uh, like, the Kenner, Kenner Batman and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That'd be cool. Vlad Bad, what's the best part of the new Shin Kamen Rider trailer? Uh, the fact that it's a pretty much one-to-one recreation of the intro for... I Okay, I watched this this morning. And you weren't sure if it was... Yeah. yeah. I thought it was just like, oh, this is just the 70s one played again. And so, then I had to watch it again. It was so good! What I couldn't tell was... Did they get someone to redo the song, but almost perfectly like the original song? Because it just know. sounded so crisp and clear. Yeah. Or like maybe they found like the maybe old were... master of it or something. That'd be right. Because the audio was just beautiful and clear for the the song. Mm. And then again, for the first couple shots, I was like, "Is this?" this because just 70s there's a there's a scene where the motorcycle goes through the ground and his foot comes down and clips the dirt awkwardly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's from the original, and so it's like shot for shot perfect. Yeah. And I don't think it was until I saw Spider Guy do a flip that I was like, oh, oh yeah, exactly. And and a little bit of the glow behind the eyes because yeah. they've got like a light behind his eyeball things, mm-hmm. so it like pops and glows. Everything about that is the best part. Yeah. I'm fucking stoked. Me too. Me and too. I need to figure out how to watch it in some form of... Yeah, when is it coming out? Because... Uh, I can't read all of the of the Japanese here, but I see 2023 ah, on there somewhere. So far away. That's so far away. Uh, it, lo- it looks amazing. It looks so yeah, good. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it a, like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so totally. that's going to be... I just I just love common writer, especially like the seventies, like the Showa era writer stuff is like my favorite writer era. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like so I, I loved the common writer the first movie. Like it is a bit cheesy, but like I I still dig it. Um, I wonder if Shocker is still gonna be a bunch of Nazis. Probably. 
<laughs> I wonder if they're gonna like modernize the weird beatnik shockers from that first season. Oh hell yeah! Were their faces were they painted green sometimes? Uh, I I want to <laughs> say red. I think yeah. it might be like a half half, like like a, yeah. almost like a David Bowie Aladdin Sane style <laughs> like lightning bolt. Yeah, I'm I'm curious because this recreation uh, is so shot for shot. I'm mm-hmm. wondering if the aesthetic of the show in actual episodes will be in a retro style. Like, if if Shin Kamen Rider is, like, set in, like, 1970 or something. Oh, maybe. Like, if it's set know. in the past. Because that would be super neat. The bike does look very new, though. Oh, okay. Uh, like, this I... might have just been a promotional stunt to, like, make it hype people no, up. No, I think the parts with the spider guy, like, okay, so there was someone that actually did, like, a side-to-side comparison. Right. So there are some bits that, like, like when he's, like, kind of, like, doing the, the figure S's down the hill, like, that's slightly different. Mm. Um, but all the parts with Spider-Man, uh, that villain was called Spider-Man, I think, by right. the way. Right. Uh, <laughs> the parts with, like, the spider dude, like, those are different. Right. Compared to the original one. Because in the original one, it was just like, here's some shots of a fucking spider outside. Yeah, going like, ah! And like, but the flips and stuff, and where he's like doing the weird skulky things, like, I think that's actually part from the show. Right. So, I... But it's hard to glean the aesthetic of the show from that clip. Yeah. So, like, that villain would fit just fine in a retro setting. So it would, but I'm... the suits are new. Like, there right. are little bits of, like, extra detail. And Absolutely. So. Yeah, so I'm wondering if we're set in a modern timeline or if this show takes place in the past. And I'm kind of hoping it takes place in the past, but I'm mm-hmm. okay if it's modern. I too. think it's going to be modern. Yeah. Um, but I don't know for sure. Regardless, I'm very pumped. Yeah. I'm very pumped. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh man, I'm, I'm back to being excited again. <laughs> cool, I think that does it for our live episode. Wow! Um, yeah, thanks everyone for, for doing the wow and the questions, yeah, thank we you. appreciate it. Uh, thank you for recording in person. Oh, thank you for hosting and uh, let me come over to your house yeah. and touch all your toys and well, lick things. Ew, if there's <laughs> anything you want to say to the people, now's the fucking time. It sure is. Uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes and share and follow us on Spotify. If you want to hang out with us, we got a Discord. Links to that are easily available. Uh, and social media is a curse and we don't believe in it. Alright, and remember folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously... Bad trade. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Whoa, I can't. We're doing a lap. Okay. Whoa, whoa boy. We're, do, we're doing a laparino here. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Everything's falling apart. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, save that for the outro. <laughs> So good, Logan. Ugh. Cool. Fuck. <laughs>